Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes. And it all leads up to one Winning, winning Drive. Welcome back, everybody, to the Winning Drive podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, the NFL chick, co-host of Ravens Postgame Uncensored on 105.7 The Fan. And I'm Cordell Woodland, host of Shaking It Up Sports on 105.7 The Fan and the Ravens Beat reporter for the same station. And Ravens find a way to win, Cordell. It was looking yep. ugly at first. Once again, the Ravens have yet to, like, put 60 minutes of good football together. But in this case, the 30 minutes that they did play good football came into the second half, and they find a way to beat Tampa in Tampa 22-27. to Let's start with the offense first. Man, (laughs) 
I don't know if you noticed Cordell about what was going on, but hey, uh, on social media, I thought Greg Roman was going to get fired by halftime, the way people was talking um, out of pocket about him. Mm-hmm. And so I just could not, I, I mean, it was bad. It was bad all around. Not a Greg, not just Greg Roman. And let me tell you something too. I, I went to the game, uh, as you know, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a couple of things that I noticed. Like in the first drive, it really bothered me. Uh, first play, I think um, James Prochet is out in the flat. He's open. Lamar doesn't even look his way. Goes, uh, I think he goes to Andrews. Second play of, of the drive, I believe there's somebody in the underneath that's open. Nope, doesn't even look there. And then the touchdown that I mean, well, he, the the attempt to him the throw to Andrews that he dropped. Duvernay is open in the back of the end zone and not even a thing, right? So it feels like Lamar is pressing to try to get the ball to Andrews because Andrews obviously had zero catches in last week's game. Mm -hmm. Now we know that Andrews goes out of the game. Also, Rashad Bateman goes out of the game. And then it just felt like a completely different football team under the impression of knowing that, um, you know, everything has changed. We're not pushing the ball and forcing it on Andrews anymore. You know, Bateman is out. And and for whatever reason, it felt like the offense decided to open up. Like, it was almost like the – you know how when people say when it rains and pours and the heavens opened up? That's what it just felt like. Like, it just, like, was like, well, where is all of this? When did it, Where did this come from? And they looked like a completely different team from the way that they looked in the first half. No question. I mean, it's crazy what happens when you start to get other people involved. And in this case, they were forced to because Mark Andrews, as you know, left the game with a shoulder injury. Rashad Bateman, Harb said he uh, tweaked uh, the injury he was already dealing with, which is something with his foot. So it forced them to kind of go to guys like Demarcus Robinson, who played well, really, the entire game. But you mentioned him, James Prochet. James Prochet played the whole game. Only he didn't he didn't get a catch in the second half, but he played the entire game. And that number one is, you know, I guess maybe a good thing for him at least. In the <laughs> Something, right? And we've been asking to see more of him. And it, look at the very it's, least, we saw him out there, right? Or at least like, he tried to throw the ball to him. Yeah, I mean, definitely. At least he was a part of the game today. And not just him, but everybody. Like I said, the Andrews and Bateman leaving forced it, but look at what happened. It was a night and day difference from the first half to the second half. Now, albeit the first half game plan was a little weird, and Harb said after the game that that was the game plan to come out throwing and try to tire him out and use the second half to basically wear him down with the run game. And if that was what their plan was coming in, they executed it flawlessly because it was. Terrible in the first half watching them because it was a head scratcher. Like, why are they going out their way to not run the ball? It just seemed weird. Lamar, 30 attempts in the first half, 144 yards, no t- no touchdowns, takes two sacks. Uh, like I said, if it wasn't for Dem- Demarcus Robinson, really, and Isaiah Likely in that first half, they, I don't I don't know where they would have been offensively. Defensively, they were amazing, but we'll get to them in a second. Now, second half. Everything switched. Like you said, it was a night and day thing. Lamar, eight for eight in the second half, two touchdowns. You look at and see this team tonight, 
they the, the the splash plays were back on in both the run game and the pass game. It was just great to watch them go to Devin Duvernay. I have been asking for weeks for them to give Devin Duvernay a chance in the red zone. Finally, it happens, and he scores a touchdown on it. I, I loved what I saw from him at really everybody out there in the second half. This was a total team effort win. And Lamar, you talk about a guy who's kind of been trending down as of late, especially specifically in the past game. Lamar's been himself as a runner since day one. But in the past game, it hasn't been pretty over the last couple of weeks. Tonight, especially in the second half, he he looked like the man. He looked like the guy that everybody expected him uh, to be. The guy that we saw in September really is the guy he looked like in the second half. And this Ravens offense looks so different when they're able to spread the ball around and force the defense to guard the entire field. That was one of my keys, making the defense guard every blade of grass. They did that in the second half. I agree. And, and you know, I think oftentimes some of this, you know, I think we like to try to blame one thing about what's going wrong in the offense. And I just think that it's just not that simple. I think it's complicated um, because it, like, you know, we started to see RPOs. They started running some up tempo things that they should have been doing. But then also with the fact that Mark Andrews is not playing now, Lamar's not pressing anymore to try to get, I mean, like literally when Mark Andrews is out there, it feels like what that Lamar makes Mark Andrews, his only read mm-hmm. and that he just does doesn't read the rest of the field uh, because he's trying to force it to him. And I, and we get it right. Mark Andrews very rarely is, uh, is going to lose a matchup. So you, you make him the top guy and you don't try to progress your reads because you feel like Mark Andrews in any matchup is a winnable matchup. Right. The problem with that is, is that because of that, you know, you, you, you take sacks that are unnecessary or, Mm -hmm. you know, plays fail because you're too busy trying to wait for him to get in a space that you're comfortable with and throwing the ball to. So what I really loved about this is that we saw Lamar have to step up and read his progressions because he didn't have his security blanket. Like, like, let's be real here. Mark Andrews is a security blanket for Lamar. And look, he would be a security blanket for anybody. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, I don't care who it is. I'm not, this is not a knock on Lamar that Mark Andrews is his security blanket. He'd be a security blanket for anybody. We know that, you know, guys like Travis Kelsey are security blankets for Patrick Mahomes. So it's no disrespect. The problem though is that when Mark Andrews is not that guy, he doesn't do something different you know, try to find somebody else that's available. Tonight he was forced to do that. And because of that, it just felt like he had so much command of of the game. Something that we had, like you said, we hadn't seen since September when he won player of the month, AFC player of the month. And it's it's kind of like, where has this been? Now, you don't want Mark Andrews to be out. Don't get me wrong. Right. You need Mark Andrews, right? At the end of the day, you hope that his injury is not something that's going to be impactful. But what you hope that you gain from this as a fan and also as a coach and as a player is that Lamar start if, – if, if, look, if Andrews ain't there, get it to somebody else. Demarcus Robinson, he was he's a good player, and we saw him do that. Isaiah Likely basically became Mark Andrews in this game. So maybe Mark, maybe Isaiah likely was always that guy, 
but he just never had the opportunity because 89 mm -hmm. be on the field. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're always going to try to go to the guy that you know is going to win the matchups. Well, guess what? We found out that Isaiah likely is a good football player because he was forced to play. Um, and also, Demarcus Robinson was able to be involved. And, of course, DuVernay going back to what we saw a few weeks ago in the Bengals game. This is the offense that they should be in, period. OK, I think that Lamar and, and, and Greg Roman, this offense has to be real about who they are and who they are is this. They are a run football team and then they have play action situations and then they have RPO situations. I know we heard them say, oh, this is not the same Ravens team. But Cordell, what's wrong with being the, the same old Ravens? Because in 2019, the same old Ravens was a, was good enough. To be a number Mark. one seed in the AFC. Now, did it does does things need to be tweaked? Sure. I'm not saying that things didn't need to evolve. That's not the point that I'm making. But what's so wrong with being an offense that runs first and then plays off of that? Because that is your strength right now. Running the ball is your strength right now. Look at these numbers. Gus Edwards averaged 5.9 yards a carry. Kenyon Drake averaged 8.9 to carry. Lamar averaged 4.8 yards a carry. Um Hill averaged seven yards a carry. Duvernay averaged 16.5 yards a carry. Why are we trying to do something that doesn't work? It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Yeah, I mean, and tonight it was one of those nights where, you know, both of them, both things worked. The past game definitely worked in the second half. First game, it wasn't pretty. But like I said, that they said it was their game plan. We know how banged up that Buck secondary was. You know, uh, that probably contributed to them deciding to try to really test them. And it it didn't work too much early. And going to Andrews is like you said, it's obvious Lamar locks in on him. Either in between Lamar locking in on him and Roman just calling everything specifically to target Andrews. Um is I said I've been saying it for a while. Is is that that well is going to dry up at some point? And it's no knock at Andrews. He's a great player. He's going to get open. He's if he's open, I have no issue with hitting him. But you have to keep the defense honest. You have to keep your receivers engaged. And I thought they did a great job of that in this game. And also, I think the offensive line played their ass off in this game. They in they, the they, second they, half, definitely in the second half. Definitely in the second half. Yeah, definitely in the second half for sure. And Ronnie Stanley looks like Ronnie Stanley. When I watch him on these, especially on these pop plays, he looks very good on those plays. Linderbaum, definitely, you talk about second half. That was a night and day difference for him from the first half to the second half for sure. But I thought the second half, this team in general uh, was, was a totally different unit out there. You just hope that these injuries don't end up coming to bite them, seeing Gus go down, seeing Mark go down and Bateman as well. That's obviously not what you want to see. It's great to see them get the win, but you, you got to hope for the best right now uh, with, in this injury situation. 
Yeah, I mean, look, listen, I hate Thursday night games. I think that they are injury-prone games, and tonight was no different. Um, You know, we saw Gus Edwards dealing with a hamstring injury, obviously. Um, We didn't see him the rest of the game after that. You hope that it's nothing too serious. The good thing about the Thursday night games is it's like a mini-bye week, so it allows your – um, teams to try to gain some health and the next game that they play is Monday night um, against the Saints so you know they get that extra day because of the primetime game but ultimately you know we saw injuries on both sides I think Shaq Barrett um, mm-hmm. potentially popped his Achilles they think they, they they're believing it that's the the severity of his injury and you know listen it, it really is at the end of the day about you know trying to just do the best that you can in those types of situations because playing on a short week is just so ridiculous to me. And that's a conversation we can have another day right now. Obviously we we're, we're focusing on this win and I just really hope I feel like we had this conversation in the, against the, in the Bengals game though. I feel like we were like, well, let, let's just hope that this, that we see more of this and then we didn't right. see more of it. I mean, you're, you're right. That's, that's the, the thing. Can they, keep this up that type of play calling that why we wouldn't up. they though what i the- mean I, it's a head scratcher as to why it's, yeah. it, it really it really is and for a while i've been saying that they don't have enough weapons but i've lately been battling with is it that they don't have enough weapons or is it that they just don't do a good enough job at getting the weapons that they have involved enough and i think it's more so been that but in this game credit to them and like i said the injuries forced their hand it forced them to do it, but they did it, and the Bucks had no answer. And once Lamar just gets going and he's making those type of special runs or some of those – that touchdown pass he threw to Isaiah Likely was, was a heck of a throw and yeah. a heck of a catch by Likely. And he's so good. I mean, it's so – I'm so happy to be able to see him have the game that he had yeah. uh, because we saw him making those types of plays all throughout training camp and preseason. And uh, we haven't gotten to see him do those things as much in the regular season to this point. And I think a lot of it has just been because of obviously lack of targets, you know, lack of opportunities. And that could be the same case for guys like Devin DuVernay, who have four catches in this game, but caught all four of his targets. This dude, his, his catch percentage, his success catch percentage is just through the roof. He, you, you always have an opportunity to make something happen. And I give Greg Roman credit because the plays that he had schemed up for DuVernay, they, they were all good. I, I liked all the handoffs. I liked all the blocking setups. It, it was really easy on the eyes to watch for a football fan. So, you know, um, I, I, uh, hopefully they can build on this, but you just also want to hope that these injuries – aren't lingering. It's good that they get these 11 days before they have to go to New Orleans to take the Saints on on Monday night. And then they got the bye week after that. So they've got, you know, time is kind of on their side. And it's also good that they're kind of trending up right now and separating themselves a little bit in this division. I agree. Um, back to I just want to you know re- reiterate what you're saying. You're talking about um, Isaiah Likely six catches, seventy seven yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Demarcus Robinson six catches, sixty four yards. He was good all game, Robinson. Yeah. as well. He was he yeah. was good all game. Hey, even James Prochet, three catches for 24 yeah. yards. So, I mean, listen, yeah, you know, you like this is the type of game that I want to see more of. I want to see more of this type of game where there's guys, different guys 
getting, you know, um, multiple catches or multiple targets, you know, because that's how you're going to win football games. If you keep eyeing down Mark Andrews and everybody knows it, it's just not going to work. Or you keep dialing up schemes for, for Mark Andrews, everybody is going to know that. If, if you start using the guys that you do have, maybe, just maybe, You'll throw the opposing team off guard <laughs> and yep. find a way to f- win a football game the way that they won a football game tonight. So um, I, I, I credit Greg Roman for finding a way to help scheme up some things. Credit Lamar for, you know, finally, you know, he playing out of his mind something we hadn't seen in quite a while. And did you, did you see him holding the uh, the sign? Yes. The yeah, sign the, that was thrown down the, to him? Yeah, was... pay him, and he yeah. signed it. <laughs> so I basically mean, he, trying he, to tell he, us something, huh? Ain't nothing done by accident, you know, ain't nothing done by accident, you know, and with Skip Bayless putting out that whole video of Lamar being unhappy and everything, it's just a lot going on. I thought, I think it was great for Lamar to have this, that this type of performance when the lights are on, he, he needed that. I completely agree. Hopefully that trend can continue again, because as you mentioned, they play Monday night against the New Orleans Saints.